Κατέβασε και εσύ το Beton Alpha App και μην χάσει ούτε ένα γκολ. Beton Alpha. Ανεβήκαμε κατηγορία. Edo, welcome to No Chofters Powered by Bet on Alpha. I'm Stel, I've got Roy here. We're here to discuss our nil-nil draw away at, well, kind of away, uh, <laughs> at Abuel, where Francis Ozoho uh, has now earned himself the name Mr. Big Game MVP because we saw it at Old Trafford and we saw this evening some fantastic uh, saves one in particular from Crespo's header, which effectively uh, gave us the point. Of, huh? Yeah, decided the game. Yeah, he decided the game. Uh, but he, he was very brave today, and I think he deserves a lot of the plaudits. But without any further ado, I'll, I'll let Roy give his thoughts on the game. And um, yeah, let's get into it, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the truth is that, uh, as I was saying offline, that. Uh, Against Paphos, which was probably the most important game of the season till the next one, I was a bit relaxed. I don't know whether it was because I was at work or whatever. I, I, I tried deliberately to not let it get to me. And the fact that we considered an early goal sort of just made me feel like, okay, this is it. We're getting towards the end. And let's just be ready for what's coming. Today, even though I was away with my family and my brother and uh, the kids, you know, and I didn't have much time to think about the game, uh, I, I got back to Nicosia around 6.30, quarter to 6, and, and I had an invitation from some friends to go watch the game somewhere. And I was like, you know what? I'll just chill here at home. And then they're like, come on, man, let's watch, watch the game. I went there and it turned out to be the most stressful game I've watched this season. I, I don't know. Actually, I do know why. Just the name of the opponent always helps. But I was at the edge of my seat. I was actually standing for, for, for most of the time. Like I, I was making everyone else nervous there, I think. So probably they thought, you know, what the fuck, man? What, what's wrong with this guy? But yeah, I... I the way it went, the way the game went, uh, I really didn't want to lose today, man. And yeah, Abuel put in the effort. They tried a bit more. We missed the penalty with Kareem, which I don't know how different the game would have been if we had scored. They got a goal disallowed. But overall, I think that we were brave enough to get the point and the fact that I can think about the game a little bit more calmly, even though it's not what I said earlier, what I explained earlier, I think it was fair. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you give your your point. I, I know that you had a watch along with the couple of other Petros before, so you might have had a different opinion from the one I have. But yeah. Just uh, give me your opinion, and then we can go back to the game. Um, I I don't know if I agree with you that we deserved it, and I'll tell you why. Um, we made a lot of defensive errors this evening, yeah. a lot. And we're talking basic errors from not clearing our lines properly, not tracking runners, allowing Upwell to overlap in wide areas, to get crosses in the box, no pressure on them. We didn't deal with their press as well as I would have liked. We weren't incisive in the final third. We were rash in the final third. There was one moment where Gagul Lee shot from 25, 30 yards when he had two players to his left. We weren't strong in certain areas. There was a couple of times Lesiak's went down too easy. Um, and we got away with one. We got away with one today. And, you know, again, Francis was fantastic in goal. He was brave. He was, 
you know, coming for catches. He was being intelligent with when he went down with injuries and trying to take this thing out of the game. That being said, um, we've had stronger lineups that have folded against this lot. Yeah. So that is what I will say about this team. You know, we didn't lose the game. I don't want to be too critical because we didn't lose the game. And if you'd have told me before the game that we would have drawn nil-nil, I'd have taken it. Same as I said with Addis last week when they played double. Or if you told the Addis fans before the game that their game would end nil-nil, they'd have taken it. But if you'd have told them they'd have missed a penalty, would you be happy with the nil-nil? They'd say no. And it's the same with me. Do you have a penalty in the opening stages of the game? Yeah. Yeah. When got in, yeah. So the difference, the is, the the difference is, is when we... I'm I'm wondering how the game would have been different had we have scored with the penalty in the early stages of the game. I don't I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously that we, we wouldn't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hypothetical. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. We, yeah. yeah, it's would, would it be more def- would it be more defensive minded? Would I well put the, the foot on the gas even more? Because first half they didn't seem. Like they were out of second gear, in all fairness. Um, yeah. But to be honest, right? Again, if you'd have told me we'd have taken the draw against them, I, I, I'd have bit your hand off. Um, they've got everything to lose now. The title is, isn't in their hands now. It's up to Addis now to keep the momentum going. And um, look, we've we've done what we can. We've drawn twice against them in, in the playoffs. They haven't won a game yet in the playoffs. And this goes back to what I said. In fact, I think it was about three or four weeks before the playoffs started. I said, the pressure is going to start getting to them. And I think that's what it is now. The, 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 the pressure, they're feeling the pressure. Milojevic is getting booked now for, for arguing with the fourth official. Um, their players are clearly getting frustrated. Um, I haven't seen any post-match press conferences or anything, so I don't know what was said. I know Crespo had an interview with, with Cable now. I didn't see it. Um, we'll, we'll get to that a again, bit later. We'll, we'll get to that, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, um, so yeah, you know, listen, it is what it is. We we, we didn't lose that same thing. Yeah. Okay. In fairness, uh, I I can't help but think about Abolona's winning the uh, league last year, when similarly they hadn't won like eight out of the ten games. It's still on Abol's feet to win the game, to win the league. So. Uh, Okay, the, the the result today widened the gap, but uh, I think if Abuel wins the game, the final game, obviously there's four more games to be played, so we don't know how things are going to be. But for the sake of the conversation, if if the game goes to the last one, that's uh, Abuel versus Aris uh, at home at RCB, Abuel's got a uh, stands a chance. But Nick, what do you make of the starting lineup? There were seven changes in comparison to the uh, game against Bafos a few days ago. So, what do you think of the starting lineup? Were there any surprises for you? Were you? Did you think that we could have done something different? Uh, or what, what do you make of the approach we had of the game when you saw the starting um, line? Did you think, ah, you know what we? We could have had some other players starting the game, or or did you think you know? Okay, what what did you think when 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 you saw the start the starting eleven? Um, it didn't surprise me to be honest because I knew he was going to make some changes for this game. He, he couldn't go with the same the same lineup. And yeah, please, if you're watching live, smash that like button, please. Smash it hard. Smash it. Uh, we need more likes, so give us more likes. Come on, likes. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't really surprised with the lineup, in all fairness, because I knew the t- changes needed to be made, especially after that game against Buffalo. The adrenaline kind of knocks you out a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm sure the players had a had a tricky training session in preparation for this game. So, yeah, the, the lineup didn't surprise me. I I, I saw Bezos' name on the team sheet. I thought, Do you know what? You know, clean slate, everything. And um, we know he can perform sometimes, I guess. So I think the only reservation I had was seeing Gitsos at right back because quite worried about the overlap. And I was, I was, 
during the game, as, as the game grew, I saw Ephraim starting on the left, but making diagonal runs through the middle, effectively as a second striker with Vili Dyer. Ben played as a number 10, but then he drifted out right out to the right-hand side where Dancio was, and Dancio tucked inside. Second half, they reshoveled things in at the beginning of the half. We saw Sarfo as a number 10 with Dancio moving in as a central midfielder. Then they made their changes. We saw Ndongala and Makeda and, you know, all these other changes that they made. And they effectively went four up front in the second half. And this goes back to what I was saying about my concerns with the system that we played. Because when I saw Zaha and Loizo on the flanks, I thought, great. They, they're good at tracking back and they're good at helping out the, the fullbacks. But first half, it wasn't happening. And I saw Suzic and Ferrari getting forward too often for my liking. And it was worrying. Second half, they, get, they gained more and more momentum. Shraddy came on, didn't do much. Again, there was there was one stage which you know I was doing the watch along, and I'm like, it's Ndongala versus Gitso, and Shraddy is five or six yards behind Ndongala, just not even trying to track him enough. Fortunately, Ndongala fell over the ball and Shraddy got it, but the, the yeah. support for the fullbacks wasn't there. Lesiak's every yeah. time was getting beaten in the air by Kavilidaya, and we know what Kavilidaya is like. He's fantastic in the air. He's good at holding the ball up. And again, it goes back to what I said about the, the mistakes. So in terms of the lineup, no, I wasn't really surprised. Yes, I was concerned. But look, at the end of the day, we did our job. We did our job, yeah. and albeit thanks to some fantastic goalkeeping, we, we came away with a point. There isn't really much else I can say with regards to the lineup, bro. I'm not going to lie. With, without wanting to take anything from uh, Francis, which I thought that save was the decider for the game. Did you really think I, I, I'm trying? Okay, obviously, if there was one team that that wanted to win more, and if you put a gun against my head and and you ask me who deserves sort of style, but do you think other than that save that Francis had to make, which was a world class save, what did that world do? They, they were. In and around our area, they were holding their position, but did they really do much to say that they deserve to win hands down? Um, look, it goes back to what we keep on saying on this pod. If you don't take your chances, you don't deserve anything. That, that's that's the main thing. If you don't take your chances, you don't deserve anything. Much as like with us, we didn't take our chance from the spot, so we didn't deserve to win it. So I can't turn around and say, oh, we should have got more out of the game. We we, we didn't do anything after that. I don't think Belich had the safe to make. Honestly, okay. he, he, I don't think he had the safe to make. But in, in terms of... Refer- all right, look. Go on, go on. No, I was going to say, I'm going to rephrase my question and say, do you think Apoel did enough for a team that's contenting for the title and they haven't won like five or six games do you think they, they they've done enough to try and win the game look I, I think they did enough to try and win the game did they do enough to deserve the win no not really yeah, that's what because I'm again uh, Fr- Fr- Francis had that save from Crespo and there was a chance where they hit the bar from from close range right yeah but if you don't take your chances, you don't deserve to win. How many times have we seen teams bombard other teams and batter them? I remember Man United playing Arsenal in, a, in an FA Cup final and they played for 120 minutes and United were knocking and knocking and knocking on the door and then they lost on penalties. Did they deserve to win? No. Arsenal deserved to win because they stopped the ball from going in the back of the net and they won on penalties. So they deserve to win. In this game, did Upward deserve to win? Their fans are going to say, yeah, we should have won the game because we had more opportunities and their goalkeeper... But you didn't score. You didn't put the ball in the back of the net and the time you did it was offside. So did you deserve to win? No. On the balance of play, if you watch the highlights, you'd think that Upwell bombarded us. Really and truly, in a sense, they did. In a sense, they did because they were, they, were, they were getting in behind us more and they were more threatening. I'll give them that. They were more threatening. Yeah. Did they deserve to win the game? Well, they did. in my theory, if you don't put the ball in the back of the net, you don't deserve to win. Because but, you deserve to to rue the opportunities. Uh, uh, we, we had Matthews I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Yeah, go ahead. Bro, uh, sorry to interrupt. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, yeah. Liverpool played Spurs, right? Liverpool were 3-0 up. 
and then Spurs leveled it to three all. Right mm-hmm. now, if if Liverpool fans said at, at full time, "Oh, we threw the game away. We deserve to win that." No, because you conceded three goals, but they went on to score the winner. And Spurs fans are going to say, "Well, we should have at least got a point because we pulled it back to three all." No, bro, you were three 0 down after like half an hour. You didn't deserve to win to get anything out of it, even if you did pull it back. Your defensive mistakes cost you the three points or the point. So you deserve to lose. It's the same as today. They didn't take their chance, right? The chances that they had, they didn't deserve to win. That's my theory. That's my logic. But the thing is, unfortunately, we live in an era now where, oh, let's pat them on the head and say, you gave it your best. You deserve to win the game because you really tried. When you're missing from fucking six yards out, you don't deserve to win. It's a loser mentality. But anyways, sorry. I was going to say that we had Matthews on Total Green the other day. And when we asked him, what do you think was the decider that tilted the possibilities of Omonia going to the final? He said it was the goal Mick scored. And obviously, we having Fabi who saved a couple of chances. And we scored when we had our chances and our opportunities. So I'm saying if Apoel had scored in those opportunities they had, it would have been fair for them to win. But the fact that they didn't score... Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and we were exchanging messages in our group. And up until that point, this is something we're going we're gonna to get back to later. I said that I thought that uh, Nicolas, Kusu, and Zachariu were... Uh, and and um, uh, Magis added Kitsos into that list of four players were were possible MVPs. But then that save uh, Francis made, made him the favorite for, for MVP. But if, if you exclude that that save that, that uh, uh, Francis made, I don't think that they, are, they did enough to win the game. So for me, if, if okay, I'll put it the other way around. If Omonia was up well and we were fighting for the title and I saw this sort of effort, I would have wanted more. But go ahead. Give me just a few seconds. I'll be back. Delete me from the thing. I'll, I'll be back in a couple of seconds. Just talk no to worries, me. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Cool, 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 cool. Right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ah. I know that we didn't play Real Madrid, and I know we uh, we we reduced them from we cut points off them, so to speak. And yeah, I know it's it's not a great thing to celebrate stopping them from winning the title, but let's get it right. If they win the title, we're not going to hear the end of it, are we? Are we? We're not going to hear the end of it. So, I think the celebrating them not winning the title is more a sense of relief more than anything that we're not going to hear the blah, 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 blah. That, that's what I have to say about that. They fought for the badge. Sick face laughing. <laughs> Do you like the way we play? We must push out. I agree, Pedro. You know, we did, we did the watch along and their pressing compared to ours was a different level. But the difference is if we press like they did, we'd have got caught out because we're not as defensively organised as they are. We're not as defensively good as they are. Think about it. Look at their back line. Would you take... Okay, let's say, for example, right, we go man for man. Their right back was was Suzic. Would you take him over Gitzo? I would. Would you take Ferrari over Lesiax? I would. Would you take Crespo over Lang? I would. Maybe Diwali I wouldn't take over Pana. So they've got three better players than us at, at the back. So we cannot play the pressing system that they did because we don't have the players defensively to cope with any long balls. We saw the amount of times that Kvilida was dropping deep to control the ball and Lang would chase him and he'd just bounce off him or Lesiax would just bounce off him. So we can't play the same way that, that Abuel do. We can't. We don't have the players to play that system. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, 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 I, the message here yeah, from, I, from Christopher about the you know, Jaramas, 
είναι να πιάσουμε το κύπελλο. But, I don't know, man. What's our stock on, Roy? What is it? What, what is our target from now on? Like, from next season? I mean, if we win, if we win the, the Gibbelo, great. But what is the target for next season? Because we, we asked this last season when we won the Cup. Do we need to go for the title now? If we win the yeah. Cup, does, does this mean that, you know? Last season, there wasn't the insecurity uh, that we feel this year. There's a lot of insecurity. There's a lot of unanswered questions. Like I said in the previous pod we, when we played against Paphos, uh, <clears throat> I said that we should concentrate on, on that game, individual game, but that doesn't answer the questions about what's going on with uh, Somadio and Pavastavro. Will uh, Sofronis be our coach next season? How many players will stay from the <clears throat> from the squad next season? Will we uh, bring more people in our uh, um, scouting team? Will we change things? If we don't go to Europe, will Papa Stavro is willing is Papa Stavro willing to to spend money to compete against the other teams? So. We said that there's a lot of hypothetical questions. Uh, the truth is, I did have a conversation with someone on the higher ranks of Omonia. But careful, I will careful. No, no, I will repeat what I say all the time. Everyone has his own truth and everyone has his own uh, version of, of uh, things going on. But from what I gathered from all that, I'm not very confident that things are going to change to an extent that the fans want. Okay, mm. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it there because uh, uh, the truth is that many fans have asked me. Many fans think that ev every week I I speak with uh, Papa Stavru and Grigori and uh, whoever, and I know stuff. But the truth is, when I went, when, every time I go to Total Green, I've got a lot of unanswered questions and I try to get the answers that fans want and I want as well as a fan. So this time around, mm. I managed to gather some information but it wasn't enough to make me feel confident that we're going to the next season uh, convinced and determined to change things around. Okay, this is my, my personal opinion and I'm going to leave it there. But for me, what I saw from Abuel today, uh, I repeat, because I don't want to make it uh, just about Abuel. I'm, ju I'm, I'm just talking about the game today. Abuel tried, but it wasn't enough. It, it, it wasn't enough. I'm not saying that if they had won, it would have been unfair, but The fact that they didn't win is not unfair as well. So mm. if you ask me about the starting lineup, uh, there were seven changes in comparison to the game we played against Paphos. Some of the players uh, deserved an opportunity to play. Like I said, I don't know how different the game would have been if Kareem scored the penalty, and I'm pretty sure he's fucking gutted because... I had the opportunity to speak with Kareem the last few weeks and I know he's a very competitive player with a, a very good mentality. And if everyone had the mentality that Kareem had, we would have maybe been contenting for something better than where we are now. But, okay, it happens. We missed the penalty. And after that, I think that we we were, we were just trying to, to defend. We're just trying to defend, and we managed to scrape the the one point. I'm satisfied with that one point at the end of the day. But Θέλω να ψάξω να δω αν ανεβήκαν οι δηλώσεις των προπονητών και των παιχτών mm. γιατί θεωρώ ότι είναι ένας ενδιαφέρον. <coughs> ε, 
Well, while you do that, I'm going to, I'm going to address uh, Nigola's comment. Except from the final 15 minutes, we controlled the game. We were not better, but we had it under control. On the positives, yeah. our fans were, fans were louder. Than and, and you know what? To, to some extent, I agree. Because the final 15 minutes, they did step up a gear and they were creating more opportunities. Um, did we control the game? No. I think I agree with you in the sense that we did have it under control. Um, <clears throat> I think the substitutions made a big difference for us, especially when uh, Humboldt and Mix came on because we added a, an extra body in the middle of the park. Obviously, Humboldt played as a Legari, but he dropped yeah. deep a lot to support the, the midfielders because Sarfol played further up the pitch. Dancio moved to the central midfield area. And yeah. then, as I said, in the last 15, 20 minutes, they put four up front. They had Mbongala, Makeda, uh, um, Kvilitaya, and was it Dalcio? Yeah, Dalcio. So they effectively had four up front. So we, we needed to contain them. Um, but I'm look, I'm not disappointed, right? I'm not disappointed in the performance or the result. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I still think we could have done a bit more from an attacking perspective. Now... Am I doing Abuel a disservice by saying that we weren't we weren't uh, too attack minded? We weren't getting things right. I don't think so because Abuel pressed us very well, but we had uh, Gagoli up front, and I kind of expected loads of long balls over the top. That being said, did we did we um, try to give them problems? Like was was that was it like um was the strategy to go for a hit and miss victory uh, sorry a smash and grab victory was that the plan? I don't, I think don't know. So. Look, it the, the way I see it, it, it is what it is, and you know, as I said before, if you'd have told me before the game it would end nil nil, happy fucking days, you know. Hey, listen, okay, uh, I've concentrated mostly about <laughs> well being. Yeah, that's that's. The video I saw on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. And I was really worried that they're going to use it against me, but I was worried that I had children in that video. But okay, I didn't say anything. You know, people who know, know. If you know, you know what that means. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. but yeah. To, to be fair, you know, I've concentrated mostly on up well not being able to show that they were the team that wanted to win the title and they had a lot more to lose today but if i want to talk about ammonia the truth is that yeah going up like i was watching the game and like i said i was at the edge of my seat i was standing for the majority of the game i i've never felt so stressed in any other game this season or at least that i can remember and i was like hey hold the ball try and why are you so stressed about the game which was undefined gone like i as a fan was was stressed and i was trying to understand why why the players weren't stressed you know does that make sense yeah <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah i can understand that we could have held the ball a little bit more we could have dictated the tempo in the middle of the park we could have tried to create a few chances we're just satisfied that Abuel didn't win. But, yeah, could have we tried to get something more out of the game? I don't know. We we didn't show that for sure. We didn't show that. Like I said, if there, if you put a gun on my head and I said if there's ever a team that had to win or deserved the win was Abuel. But on the other hand, I'm satisfied with the draw. I'm satisfied with the draw because it wouldn't make a difference in that sense. You know, I always Bro, want money. I'm, I'm, I'm happier with the attitude from the players to Bunis because, you know, as I said before, they could have just been like, fuck this, like, you know, thrillophobia is back. Yeah. But um, they, they didn't let the occasion get to them. And I think that's very important. Very, very important. Because, you know, how many times have we done a pod after we lost them? I mean, in fact, I was watching some of the pod when we lost 4-0 against them the other day, actually. Mm. And we were just slaughtering these players in terms of their attitude and their lack of desire and determination. You know, the 4-2s last season, same thing again. Defensive mistakes, but they, they didn't show enough that they wanted it. 
And I think today, I wouldn't say like they were determined to get the three points, but yeah. they were determined not to lose. Yeah, that, that's that's and, that's the clip for the show. I think th this says it all. We, I've got we no issue with it. Three points. I've got no issue with that. Yeah, but 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 we 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 did enough. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, look, any day. A point is a point, and I think now we can just put our feet up until the cup final. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a, a message that I, I put up a little bit earlier. Where is it? Uh, mm -hmm. Which one? A, a, a result is is decided by external factors. I think today. The referee was probably one of the best referees I've ever seen play a game. Portuguese, okay, some, mate. Portuguese. Yeah. The, some might argue that, you know, there were 14 or almost 15 minutes of added extra time. But he was really, really good, mate. I I, 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 I want to tip my hat, uh, my hat off to him. I, I think the referee was really, really good. There's no one decision that I think anyone can discuss about <coughs> that decided the game. So I I think he he did really well. Um, Milorad Mazic likes that comment. <laughs> I I think he's gonna go to I think he's gonna go to to Russia from what I hear. Um, you know that's that's another thing okay. we can discuss about. You know, there's a lot of people who say that Milorad Mazic has improved refereeing in Cyprus to an extent. But I think it's also uh, VAR. VAR today decided the penalty, decided the disallowed goal. So I, I, I think that he has that to his benefit, you know. He, he has that yeah. weapon in his hand, which is very, very important. I don't. I don't want to say that if it was other days, Omonia wouldn't have a penalty. Abuel would have scored the goal, but it does make a very big difference because VAR yeah. can't turn white into black. There's a gray area, yeah. and in the gray area, you can discuss about it. But today, it was it was blatant, and and the penalty uh, that we we had. I thought it was it was fucking stupid. What the fuck was he thinking? What, what was Crespo thinking? A player of his age? What the fuck was he thinking? It was a blatant penalty. Do, do you disagree? No, not at all. Not at all. The thing is, I was watching it and then I thought they were going to give an offside because I thought Zaha was offside. That's no, why Zaha wasn't and then, and then obviously the within the watch along the balls like, oh fucking hell, they're gonna check it for a penalty, and then they showed it. I'm like, and it's exactly the same as with the cup game when we played them in the cup. We had the ball in the byline. Lois has cut it back. The guy's on the floor. He's put his arm out to stop it. And the thing is, why, as a, as an experienced defender, yeah, why are you putting your arm out like that? I can understand if he's gonna go like that, but you're putting your arm out. And it's these decisions that, um, that obviously can affect your your title challenge and you know we we've seen experienced players do all sorts of stupidness. I mean it's happened with us all season bro. Like we've got experienced heads making schoolboy errors. Yeah. And I, I think you could you could say it's the quality of Cyprus, but it's common sense, bro. Like it's not ability, football ability, it's brain capacity. <laughs> I think in, that's yeah, what it is. But you'd expect something different from a player of his caliber, you know. For for me, when I saw it, I was like, hey, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" Yeah. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? Nas que vas a tu sofroni profanos en en ixero posa la pramada y viene digi tirorambu te quiero sonar bechniner como un daño la probado do poto poto en acusado. Bro, can you get Milovic's ones as well? Because I'm interested. No, and and I'm not going I'm going to try and read as many things from anyone, whether it's a player or a manager. I'm going to try and read everything. Okay. Next, cool. Sí, no. Y dilosis tú probando y somonia sofronia Agustín me da inicio valía me dado a buel. 
Σίγουρα μετά την πρόκληση των τελικών είχαμε 7 νέους παίχτες στην ενδεκάδα. Αυτό θα συνεχίσουμε να κάνουμε και στα επόμενα παιχνίδια. Αυτό σκεφτόμαστε είναι μια προετοιμασία για εντερικό. Για να τους έχουμε όλους έτοιμο πόλεμους. Να μην ξεχνάμε ότι τρεις που δεν έχουν χρόνο βασική μας έδωσαν τον κόλ και την πρόκριση. He was talking about mix and, and cash. Στο πρώτο μικρό μπορούσαμε να προηγηθούμε. Όμως γνωρίζαμε ότι ο αντίβαλος θα μας πιέζε στο δεύτερο μικρό γιατί ήθελε παραπάνω την νίκη. Αυτό το παιχνίδι τέλειωσε και βλέπουμε τη συνέχεια. Ευχαριστώ τον κόσμο που ήρθε να μας στηρίξει. Σχετικά με τις αλλαγές. Όταν έχεις να επιλέξεις από αρκετούς παίχτες, τότε έχει ένα καλό κλίμα. Είναι κρίμα να μην αγωνίζονται όλοι τους. Θέλουμε ετοιμοπόλεμους όλους τους παίχτες για να δίνουν και πράγματα από τον πάγκο. Πάντα έχω αρκετή επαφή και καλή συνεργασία με τους παίχτες μου. Δεν ήταν εύκολο το έργο μας, ο αντίπαλος μας έβαλε αρκετή πίεση για την αποκρόση του Φράνσις. Είχε μια τεράστια εμφάνιση και με την Μάντσεστερ να μην το ξεχνάμε. Όλο το γκρουπ τερματοφυλάκων είναι σε υψηλό επίπεδο. Ο Ζόχο έκανε εξαιρετική εμφάνιση. Είναι σημαντικό να παίρνει χρόνο συμμετοχή όταν έχει να εντοπίσει ένα εξαιρετικό τερματοφύλακα όπω ο Φαμπιάνο. Οκ, I think that from what uh, Sofroni said, he sort of agrees with what we're saying that he, he changed seven players. He expected this. The, the, the way we're going to approach the games until the final is to try and keep everyone ready. Amongst these players is Francis, who, who gave us probably the one point today. But additionally, he said that in the, the cup game against Paphos, players such as uh, Kasama and Mix also were very important for us to win. Εν να προσπαθήσω να δω και άλλες δηλώσεις ώσπου να μπαίνω αλλού για να δω αν έχει κάτι πιο αναλυτικό. Ναι, βλέπω τον Μιλόεβιτς. Τι δηλώσε ο Σέρβος Προπονητής. Δεν κατάφερε να φτάσει στο πολυπόθητο τρίποντο του Αποέλ που σε εντέρπη για έκτη αγωνιστική το πλέοφ εξήφθε ισόπαλος χωρίς τέρματα με την ομόνια. Μετά η λήξη του αγώνα, ο προπονητής των Γαλαζοκιτρίνων, Βλάδα Μιλόεβιτς, παραβρέθηκε στην καθιερωμένη διάσκεψη τύπου. Αναλυτικά ανάφερε. Νομίζω ήταν ένα παιχνίδι δυνατό από όλε τι πλευρές. Στο, διάστη, στο μεγαλύτερο διάστημα ελέγχαμε τον αγώνα και θέλαμε την νίκη. Είχαμε αρκετέ ευκαιρίε για γκολ. Μπορώ να πω ότι είμαι ευχαριστημένος από την προσπάθεια. Δώσαμε τα πάντα για την νίκη, αν και δεν ήρθε. Δεν έχουμε άλλο δρόμο, πρέπει να ετοιμαστούμε για τα επόμενα τέσσερα μάτς. Ξέρουμε το σκορ του άλλου αγώνα, Άρης Πάφος 2-1, αλλά είναι ένα μήνυμα ότι θα βαλέψουμε μέχρι το τέλος. Έχουμε ανάγκη για τους οπαδούς μας, τους θέλουμε κοντά μας. Δεν θέλω να σχολιάσω για το πέναρτι και ό,τι έχει γίνει άλλο μέσα στο παιχνίδι. Δεν θα απαντήσω σε καμιά ερώτηση. Είμαι έμπειρο, ήταν πολλά τα μάτια μου. Δούλεψα και στι δύο ομάδε και θέλω να μιλώ μόνο για αγωνιστικά ποδοσφαιρικά. Δεν αναζητώ άλοθη, ούτε τίποτα. Εγώ πρέπει να παίρνω το καλύτερο από τα παιδιά μου, δίνουν πολλά και είναι πολλά που εσείς δεν ξέρετε. By the way, να σταματήσω με το είναι πολλά που εσείς δεν ξέρετε, να πω κάτι το οποίο δεν μου αρέσκει να το λέω και μπορείς να κάνω λάθος. Απλά έτυχε να είμαι με ανθρώπους που είναι πιο κοντά στο αποέλπω ότι είμαι εγώ προφανώς και είπαν ότι συμβήκαν πράγματα τις τελευταίες εβδομάδε που δεν έπιεν το Αποέλ με την καλύτερη δυνατή διάθεση στο παιχνίδι και ονοών νοήτο. Έθα από κάτι παραπάνω επειδή έθελα να κάνω το πράγμα. Είχαν προβλήματα το Αποέλ πριν να μπει στο παιχνίδι και έμειλω αγωνιστικά. Είμαι έμπειρος, ήταν πολλά τα μάτια μου. Δούλεψα και στις δύο ομάδες και θέλω να μιλώ μόνο για αγωνιστικά ποδοσφαιρικά. Δεν αναζητώ ούτε άλλοθη ούτε τίποτε. Εγώ πρέπει να παίρνω το καλύτερο από τα παιδιά μου που δίνουν πολλά και είναι πολλά που εσείς δεν ξέρετε. Εγώ θέλω να μιλάω μόνο για αγωνιστικά και ποδοσφαιρικά. Εγώ παίρνω πάντα την ευθύνη, είναι δουλειά μου. Είχαμε προβλήματα όπως με τον Μαρκίνιο, τον Οντοκαλά έπαιξε με ένεση και με μόλις τρεις προπονήσεις. Ο Βιγιαφάνες νομίζω θα τον έχουμε εκτός μέχρι το τέλος. Ο Δόνης έχει πρόβλημα τραυματισμού και θα βγει η ανακοίνωση. Είμαι αισιοδόξο ότι στο τέλο θα καταφέρουμε να πετύχουμε το στόχο μα. Όλα στη ζωή είναι δανεικά, αλλά το ποδόσφαιρο είναι μια μπαλαστρόγκη. 
για το γεγονός ότι έσκολα ριτέρματα το ΑΠΕΛ για την αφροϊστία. Για ένα μεγάλο χρονικό διάστημα τα παιδιά εφάρμοσαν όσα κάναμε στις προπονήσεις. Έχουμε πολλές ευκαιρίες και κλασικές, έτσι όμως είναι το ποδόσφαιρο. Υπάρχει απογοήτευση στα αποδητήρια, αλλά δεν έχουμε να κάνουμε κάτι άλλο από το να επιστρέφουμε. Είμαι αισιοδόξο, έχουμε ακόμα 12 βαθμού και πιστεύουμε για την πίεση. Η πίεση είναι μεγάλη. Εγώ και το επιτερείο μου κάνουμε τα πάντα. Είμαι άνθρωπο που παίρνω την ευθύνη και ξέρουν τα παιδιά. Έτσι είναι το ποδόσφαιρο, έτσι είναι ο πρωταθλητισμό. Αυτή η ομάδα είναι ιστορική με πολλού τίτλου και κόσμο. Και στι δυσκολίε πρέπει να δείξουν χαρακτήρα. Για τη συνέχεια, ό,τι πετύχαμε τώρα ήρθε με τη σκληρή δουλειά. Δεν υπάρχει κάτι άλλο. Είμαι σίγουρο ότι θα το κάνουμε. Αυτό που με προβληματίζει είναι λίγο κάποιοι τραυματισμοί. Βλέπετε ο Μαρκίνο, ο Δόνη, ο Εντονκαλά είχαν πρόβλημα. Ο τελευταίο έπαιξε με ένεση σήμερα. Είναι και ο Σούση που με μια προβληματιά δεν θα είναι καλό αυτό που έγινε. So, I don't know if uh, there is something you want to add to what uh, Milojevic have said. I, I, I will add something. I will add something. And this is something that perhaps is going to go under the radar. Okay, a lot of people aren't going to discuss this. And I know Abuel fans will, will be using the injuries as a reason, not an excuse, as a reason for not winning the title if they don't win the title. What I will say is that someone at that club needs to be held accountable for all of these injuries because I need to look at like a, a, a list of all the players that have been injured this season. I could do that in transfer mark. I can yeah. look at all the players that have had injuries this season and see what type of injuries they are and if they get recurrences. Like, for example, Suzic, when he went off, I looked at his injury record. And this season, he's had muscular injuries, but he's missed three or four games due to a knee problem. He went yeah. off again with a knee problem. At what Still, point? Can, can you go on? Because the, the, uh, my, my daughter is calling me. I'll be yeah, back yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. No worries. No worries. So what I'm saying is, at what point do the club's physios or the strength and conditioning team or the medical staff analyze these injuries? Because it seems to me that a lot of these injuries are ongoing. Now, you can say that Donis is, is a bit of a, he's a bit injury prone. You could argue that because his record shows that he's an injury prone kind of player. But then when you're hearing about Ndongala playing with, with um, uh, pain-killing injections... It happens at football clubs. I get it. But how long has this been going on for? For not just this player, but other players. How long have their players been playing through the pain barrier? How long have these players been picking up the same injuries time and time again? So at what point do you turn around and say, do you know what? Maybe it's our training sessions that are the problem. Maybe it's the intensity in the training sessions. Because let's get it right. And I don't want to make this about them, this, this pod, but I, I just want this to bring this to, to your attention. We discussed this on the Watch Along, how for the first 10-15 minutes of Derby games, Abuel kind of play in second gear because, you know, we, we've noticed that they concede goals, i.e. Abuelo at home where they conceded in the first 10 minutes, Ayek away before the playoff side, conceded in the first 10 minutes. In fact, they almost they gave away a penalty against us first 10 minutes. And then they seem to go through the, the, the motions in the first half. They don't tend to play 100 miles an hour unless they need to. And for me, this is down to either training sessions where it's high impact. Maybe they're not having enough rest. Maybe they're not getting uh, the right treatment. And you could argue, and I'm not making excuses for them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not making excuses for them. You could argue that maybe the training facilities that they have, maybe the training pitches aren't great. Maybe the surfaces ain't great. But if players are getting muscular injuries, more often than not, it's impact injuries. Yeah? There could be a hard surface. Maybe the pitches ain't good enough. Maybe they're being too intense with their training. Maybe they're doing too much gym work. Maybe they're doing too, too many. I, I don't know. But at what point do you turn around and say to Milojevic, right, great. You're, you're in a good position. You're still in with a shout of the title, but you're getting all of these injuries and they seem to be repetitive injuries. The same players that get the same injuries time and time again. I need to look at the, the statistics. I need to look at these injury records, you know? And to be honest, 
maybe that's the reason. Maybe it's the training sessions. Maybe they're too intense. Maybe the players can't cope with the training session. Because let's get it right here, boys and girls. Milojevic was at Red Star Belgrade. And they're a different level. They're a different level, right? So perhaps he's utilising or implementing his training sessions or his uh, training beliefs at a boil. At the same time, you look at Ben, who I believe is a very good player. But yeah. he's gone to Abuel, and he looks nothing like the player that they signed from, from Russell Belgrade. Of course, you could argue that, you know, maybe he still hasn't settled because look how long it took Karim to settle with us. It was only after the World Cup where he actually started playing. And you can I, say well, maybe think, he had one up. Huh? I think with Ben, it's the exactly opposite. Uh, Karim came and he had the World Cup to play for and maybe that was different. But I think Ben started off and he hit the floor running, but after his injury, he's he hasn't been the same player that we that we've seen. So I don't know if 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 there's something more you want to add because uh, I've been uh, trying to find some more other things uh, that are important to talk about. Well, bro, uh, no, so, sorry to sorry to cut you off, but yeah. there's some comments here. Maybe it's because they haven't been paid. Uh, again, physios are unpaid. Still, maybe they're unpaid for four months. Like, okay, I, let, let, let's um, let's get it right here. We we oh, know. Luis Mubil, Anglicare, oh, Luis Mubil, Anglicare. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't want to make this pod about them, but we saw last season how their players went on strike when they didn't get paid, and we saw Souza, Lucas Souza, having an argument with a fan on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, he hadn't been paid for six months, and he was still paying for free, playing for free. At the same time, like I, I, I don't know, I don't know, I, I'm, I don't know what to believe. And I, I'm not going to believe that they haven't been paid. Like, not that I'm saying that it's impossible that they that they haven't been paid because I, I think it is possible. But I don't think that's the reason. Because if you're if you're challenging for a title, right, and you've got the opportunity to win a title, right, and then qualify for Europe, be it Champions League, uh, first stage, whether it be Europa League qualifiers, you're gonna play your fucking ass off if you've got the right mentality. You're gonna play because you want to win. And all right, granted, players that haven't been paid, if listen, if they were mid table, right, like Anorthosi, for example, and they weren't getting paid, then I'd understand that they've down tools. Yeah. But they're challenging for a title. So even if they're not getting paid, even if in their mind they're thinking, well, if we win the title, we'll get a big bonus, plus we're going to get paid. Then there's the, the opportunity to play in Europe. So... But yeah, how, long I, how long can you keep those players uh, not being paid? I'm not saying this is congestion because obviously I don't know exactly, but like I said, this I heard from Abuel fans. So I don't want to make it about it. I don't want to make it about them. Uh, I repeat, when you look at the 100 and so many minutes we've played, because it wasn't 90 minutes, it was over 100 minutes today. Abuel was the team that maybe someone can argue that deserved to win the game. But like you said, we, we did enough not to lose and Abuel didn't do enough to win the game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and read a few more CNDFCs. A, a very important thing is that Jordi was at the game today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Jordi Gomez was at the game today. And I wasn't going to mention it uh, in any other different occasion if he was just, you know, the captain that played for us and has offered so much. But, you know, he's he's a player of Igostis uh, and Nadis Mayu. So it's important that uh, he 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 was there. I don't want to say anything more because you know I I don't want to. And that's Kevaso Yon Gitson. There's the losses to Gitsu. Milice Medado Bekni of Otis. Ipe Standerpi Bandavriskis Kinitro. And this is what it is. When, when you hear the name up well, it's always an incentive. This is what I'm trying to 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 tell to everyone. You know, uh, when you hear the name up well, it's always an incentive by itself. Okay. Pezis Yadusobadus, Seginisame Kalato Bechnidis, Todefteropi, Stigame Gedalo, Iguafu Ginigane, Don Ditlo. 
Abuel was playing for the title, and we just we were, we were just playing for ourselves. Nothing more, nothing less. Παίζουμε συνέχεια δυνατά παιχνίδια και πρέπει να είμαστε έτοιμοι να ανταποκριθούμε και να είμαστε έτοιμοι για τον τελικό. Ούτως είναι ο στόχος μας εμάς. Yeah. Έχω ξαναπέξει εκεί, θέλω να ανταποκρίνουμε όπου με βάλει ο προπονητής because he played as a right back. Ευχαριστούμε τον κόσμο που είναι δίπλα μας αυτή τη συνέχεια και την προσπάθεια. So, okay, let's, because we've been doing 50 minutes. Who was Before we do that, one 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 question here, which I'm sure we've we've discussed before, but let's just let's just do this very very quickly. Do you believe if Addis wins a championship, uh, we will be talking about a different era of Cyprus football, and we will see the decline of the traditional teams in the league? D less, Phile. Um, I don't know. It's because it's all so new for the Cypriot league. You know, some some people who who watch leagues from other countries might think that it is a, an end of an era and mm. others might you know say that it's a one off you know it's something that's happened and uh, a one hit wonder and you you might not see them i don't know for for example i give newcastle as an example newcastle is a team that's got a lot of fans okay so They can pull it off. I don't know how Bafo, uh, how Aris. I'm not going to say Bafos because Bafos represents the whole city. Whole city, yeah. Aris is in Limassol and there's Ael that is obviously going through a change that yeah. probably will happen in the summer. Apollon is there. They've also got the Punin, Dingarnodi, Sambu, and Jamin. Yeah. So I don't know. There's also the factor with the with the Russians and 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 the financial quotas they might have next season. But yeah, the football is changing. There's no doubt about it. Football is changing in Cyprus. For real. For real. And, and, and I don't know. It's, it's not something that uh, you can uh, ignore for sure. But you can't say with certainty that it's something that's going to change football f- for the next 10 years. You know what? Mm. So we have to wait and see for sure. Uh, but who 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 were your um, MVP players today? Francis. Francis because Francis. of the save? Be- before Francis. before Francis made the save, who was your MVP? Well, for us, um, yeah, be- before Francis did that save, who who Pana. was your Pana? Pana, because that that challenge that he made, we didn't mention this one. That challenge that he made, I know it was offside, but in the first half, when the ball came across the goal and Kavili Dyer was there on his own, he'd have put that in the back of the net, but. Pana came in and he made that challenge to to put the ball over the bar. Um, I think that was a fantastic challenge, and I think he did very well. Um, you know, defensively. In all fairness, I, I struggle to think of a, another MVP. I mean, I could say that Gusu had a good game. Yeah. Um, but again, he's he's the guy that you need to to galvanize the squad. And I tell you what. I said that I don't want to see him play ever again in a in a derby. I, you know, I said it a long time ago, and again, I, I'm still a little bit concerned with him playing central midfield in derby games. I, I've still got my my reservations. There's something about it. He was good. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I I don't know if he's he's. I'm not going to put it in a way that doesn't sound disrespectful. You know how we were saying about Lang needed Lufna, right, mm. to to bring out the best in him. I don't know if Gusu needs a bash or a player that's slightly well. I would say slightly, but bash is clear of of most of our players. But a player with that level to get the best out of him. Now I'm not saying that yeah. Gusu. Still, Gusu, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Yeah. Marios. Like Mario. Ne, Mario, Mario, please. Mario, Marios is one. He he's been a num one of our number one followers, but 
He's working his ass off to try try get his podcast numbers up, and as you guys know, there are a few other upper world podcasts out there. And yeah. you know, Nigo is a is a youngster; he's new to the game, right? So he hasn't got the experience. He needs support more than anything. And I know they're a club that we don't follow, but for the sake of you know being nice and being fair, because they don't have resources like certain other podcasts do, so they're working with the budget that they have. And to see them doing so well, they had the, the Pardo, the goalkeeper, they had him on the pod the other day. Yeah. So for them yeah. to be getting, you know, former players on, you know, okay. I, okay. I, I, I... There you go. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can understand that the, the, the emotions are high, but you know what? Uh, we're, we're not that pod. We, we could have easily been that. We could have easily been that and and have people on our show to just not believe nobody leaking your malagia, Chaprada, and then don't be master. Jamaria, I'm sure so the any say you just don't know Prama, Xero, or is it? No, no, listen, we know, listen, we know Mario, we know Mario. Mario's yeah, not, Mario. uh, he's, he's not that kind of person, but it's just like, you know, if, 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 if Nigo came on to, to, to slaughter us and be rude, like we'd say, go, go for it. But Nigo's like, not that kind of person. He's not that kind of boy. Like he's he's humble. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah, he's an up boy lister. He supports his club. And he loves his club. And you know that's that's cool. But whenever I whenever I do a, go onto their show and do, do a like live chat, none, none none of their fans give us any fucking give me any shit anyway. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And their fans have given me shit for a long time, bro. But they got yeah. so yeah. I, yeah. Baby, Louis, calm down. <laughs> Ne Piero dice no Luis y ya en tanto más mirumen todo cari mesa en el podcast pueden apoyar listico refile en moramicha prospafunda camun jeduti cada análogo en dulcium bucamnumen evoisisen yo stel se capto pasmón nagamun yo bucamnusi o cota es series emisa pod Oscopos más en la bien número de los tus abuelistas y tú la historia evites un más tenga hecho ya me puedo decir que no tengo que toda vez que hay que hacer un tipo de cagor para antecedos para conocer un más que hace fuera un poco no me puedo o puede los asos se unan mora por los pasos una gama un yo un poco una gama yo y vendo yo ¿Puedo decir una más cosa en esto? Una más cosa en esto, sí um, we've had Yanno and Gosti on our podcast before a couple of times, yeah? So we don't have any beef with them. We're proud of what they're doing. Netcast is a juggernaut, okay? But at the same time, we need more podcasts. Yeah, we need more Cypriot podcasts, right? We know that there's the Panda podcast, there's all these other pods, and, you know, there's a, it's not just Logari Mesa, there's a Govenda pod, you know, another Abuel pod. We need more Ammonia pods, you know, we need more ammonia pods. Um, so I, I think we need to just support these guys and say, listen, they don't have the resources that Netcast do. They don't have the, the financial clout. They don't have the, perhaps maybe not the connections. But, you know, we're happy to help with anyone or anything. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, we, we want to see people thriving. We want to see other people eating as well, regardless of what club that they support. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's a good thing. And and to be honest, let's get it right. And again, I don't like to go on about this, but in Cyprus, the Check opportunities, the, the, the opportunities um, to grow aren't great. Okay. It's not like the UK or the United States where you've got a bigger base, right? So to see the smaller pods, no disrespect, but to see the smaller guys build up their numbers, build up their viewers, right? I think it's a it's a good thing. I think it's healthy to be honest. So Mario, I know you didn't mean anything bad by it. I know no, you Mario Mario I, I know, but when these guys come on and, and make comments, I mean he didn't say anything bad. 
at all. So I, I think we need to just lay off them, man, because they're, they're just trying to eat. Do you get what I'm saying? So come on, man. Yeah, Niahara, Niahara, en Apoel, so ne. Anyway, look, we've got 104 people watching live, yeah? 104 people watching live. Hit that like button, yeah? Please. <laughs> So still, do you want to wrap it up? Um, yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll... Now that we've got 105 people watching us, do you want to, is there anything you think that we can possibly talk about a little bit more or... Shall we just try and wrap it up? Nah, I think I think we're done, bro. I think we're done. Um, at the end of the day, the, the season the season isn't uh, over yet. We still got four games left. Um, I, 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 to be honest, I think we're, we're just going to be in deck chair holiday mode, mode Dora, Governor's Beach mode, um, until the cup final, which obviously is in, is important. Um, so, yeah, I've got nothing else to, to add in terms of this game. Uh, the only thing I will say is it's been a difficult season for us as a pod. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. More lows than highs. I've had meltdowns. I've said so many things. I've done a couple of things which have upset certain people. Um, and I, 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 I don't feel bad for doing it because some things need to be done. Um just to just to kick up, not to kick up a stink, but just to make people realise that we're serious with whatever we do and with whatever we say. We don't make promises that we can't keep, and uh, we just want what's best for the club. Uh, be it winning a cup, be it keeping Sofroni or whatever. I just want to see what's best for the club, and we're going to continue doing more shows. We've got more content coming. We're going to be doing more watch-alongs. We're going to be doing more pre-game shows with Pedro. Uh, we're going to try to keep adding more content and keep leveling up, get more interviews. And um, hopefully we'll drop a few bombes in the summer with our interviews. We've got a, a couple of ideas and we've, we've reached out to a few people. We're just waiting for the green light. So, yeah, let's let's end it like that. Well, I'm going to end it like that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this season. And I'll continue to thank people for tuning in. We've got our Fuck Under Robbie t-shirts. If you want to buy Fuck Under Robbie t-shirts, we're still selling them because it's still Fuck Under Robbie. <laughs> you know? It's never going to stop being fucked on the So, yeah, that's it for me, bro. That's it for me. Τη ομάδα που έχει απομείνει. Δεν έχουμε καταφέρει κάτι. Δεν κερδίσαμε το, το κύπελο για να μπορούμε να μιλούμε διαφορετικά. Αλλά ό,τι και να γίνει, επαναλαμβάνω, πρέπει να γίνουν δραστικέ αλλαγέ στην ομάδα. Ε, όταν απομονώσει όλα τα άλλα πράγματα τα οποία διεκδικάζει, είτε είναι το πρωτάθλημα, είτε είναι η Ευρώπη, είτε είναι το κύπελο. Καλώς ή κακώς είχα σας πει και έναν λίφορα. Εν είμαι υποκριτής. Ναι, έχεις να παίξεις, ας πούμε, δέκα παιχνίδια στον το ε, στάδιο που ευρέθηκες. Το πιο σημαντικό παιχνίδι είναι με το Αποέλ. Μόνο, μόνο που τη στιγμή μου μπαίνει μέσα στην ίδια συζήτηση. Το Αποέλ και η Ομόνια ξέρετε ότι κάτι σημαίνει εντάξει κάτι έχει και σήμερα θεωρώ ότι η ομόνια έκαμε αρκετά για να με χάσει αλλά όχι αρκετά για να κερδίσει έκαμε την δουλειά μας μπορώ να πάω να πέσω και μυθώ λίγο πιο άνεγιας εντάξει που το έχω πραγματικά ανάγκη το πράγμα αλλά που για μέσα εκεί η ομάδα μας έχει πολλά πράγματα που πρέπει να διορθώσει. Πάρα πάρα πολλά πράγματα που πρέπει να διορθώσει. Εντάξει, 
Tunto Prama ne Horabo. Mono Idan Enasvas Mosquet Casame Simera, Obios Enendos Simandigos Stimboriamas Enasvas Scova Simbosteri, Buddha Stereista to Abuel. Alayamenan and to give alone, to Bosin, Hizi, or Mamas, Chino and the Piosimandigo, Yafton. Pamesilakamu, Fakadrobi, Fak everything, Che Pam Baragat. Fakadrobi, Fak everything, that's the new slogan. <laughs> thank you guys for. Re, thank you guys. Thank you, Yosusidan. Allah gave them as real like, Refile. Gave them as real like. And that's. Thank you for everyone watching. Thank you, Bet on Alpha. So until next time. Bamishilakamu, I had to do it. Fakadrobi, let's go. Yeah,